You know that feeling when your kids are finally in school, your husband's left for the day, and your baby's finally passed out? And then you get rudely interrupted. It was Brian, but he came bearing gifts, and that's what counts. He brought home a breakfast sandwich from Starbucks. Now look, it wasn't McDonald's, and I was really craving those hash browns, but look, it was okay. Anyway, let's dive in, baby. Hello, and welcome back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. I am your host, say it with me, guys, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, I feel like I need to change the show name to something that is not my name. Okay, let's quickly just talk about that for like one second. Okay, so I originally started this podcast with the idea that I was going to be doing a coaching business. And so I was advised by a branding expert to keep it my name so that my URL, my website URL is my name. My podcast is my name. Kind of like, you know, Amy Porterfield or Rachel Hollis or I don't want to say Tony Robbins because he's obviously two baller. But anyway, you get the idea. So, but now I'm kind of like, dude, I don't think I want my name on the podcast. I think I want it on the podcast, but I don't think I want, I feel like I want to build a brand that is not just my name. So I was thinking motherhood interrupted, which I think is so awesome, but then that's kind of niching straight into only motherhood. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. All right, look, enough about that. I wanted to celebrate. Let's pop them bottles because Kanye West has officially been canceled. What do I mean? Okay, he's been canceled by, let's review the list. He's been canceled by CAA, which is basically his talent agent, creative artist agency, and it's one of the biggest talent agents in all of Hollywood. So yeah, they canceled him. Balenciaga canceled him. Vogue canceled him. Gap canceled him. And Adidas canceled him. Now, if that's not enough, his own family has canceled him. Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, they have spoken out. They are sick of this lunatic. They're sick of his shit. Everybody I've talked to is basically completely dismissing this guy because they all know that he's mentally ill. And um, I'm just happy that everybody sees what it is that's going on here. This guy is anti-Semitic. He's dangerous. And he sadly has influence. So it's important that he gets canceled to send a message, a very clear message that hate speech is absolutely not acceptable. And look, I'm not some social justice warrior, but dude, I'm Jewish. You're hurting my family. You're hurting my kids. You're hurting our our businesses. Like this is scary for us. So anyway, if you want to hear more about my thoughts on the entire thing, you can go back to my episode, which I lovingly entitled Cancel Kanye. All right, enough about that. Guys, Meghan Markle, we haven't even talked about her. So... I have so many thoughts about Meghan Markle, and 
I'm going to start a new segment on the show. In fact, this entire show is going to be revamped. I am here to stay. Let's talk about my podcast again for one more second. I'm here to stay. I'm becoming a podcaster full-time. I'm looking for a network deal. I'm looking for advertisers. I'm looking for affiliates, all the things. I'm blowing up. We are blowing up together. Not I, we. It's all about our podcast. So what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start breaking the show up into segments. And so here's some of the segments. And tell me what you think if you want me to amend or change or whatever the segments. I want to hit on some pop culture stuff going on. So today we've talked about Kanye West. I also want to talk a little bit about Meghan Markle because I have so much to say on that woman. And then I'm going to talk to you guys about kind of what's been going on with me and Brian and our family and things we've been up to or things I've been up to. I also am going to talk about, so segment three is going to be more around mom hacks and talk about just anything mom hacks, whether it's like cooking tips or decor, Halloween, um, postpartum body, diet, wellness, any of that stuff. I'm also today going to do my very first giveaway. Yes, honey, we're going to do a giveaway and I will probably do giveaways about once a month because I'm starting to build out certain merch or things of that nature. So yes, rolling up our sleeves. We are working hard. By the way, podcasters do not get paid. We just sit here and give and give and give and create shows. And it is very hard to make money on podcasts. So just so you know, I'm basically doing all of this for free. So if you like this show in any way, shape or form, please go and subscribe and pass this, pass the episodes that you like on or the link to the show onto your friends and like help me blow it up a little bit like give me a little bit of love please it's super important it's important that I get numbers and listeners and audience in order to continue the show or else I there's no way to build out this brand and continue it so if you like it at all please do me a solid and you know make it a thing like pass it on okay so all right (sighs) Megan, Megan, Megan. I don't even know. Okay, I'm going to start with her podcast and we'll just work backwards because there's just a lot. In fact, I did record a whole episode on Megan Markle and Kanye and I have to re-listen to it to see if I can even publish it, but I'm just going to give you a couple thoughts. Some people have asked me, what are your thoughts on Megan Markle's podcast? All right. A normal podcaster does not have 23 people supporting the podcast. Why, you ask? Because one, we can't afford it. And two, it's not necessary. So basically, most of us, you might have on a podcast, you might, if you're like, if you're like lowly like me, you just have yourself. But if you want, you can actually hire an editor, you can hire someone to, I don't know, just basically produce your podcast. So you might have one or two people maximum. All right. Um, Now, look, if you're bigger, you might have a little bit more help on the editing front if you have video, et cetera. But I'm not going to bore you with those details. The point is this woman has 23 people on her podcast supporting her. And what she's done is instead of coming on and doing like a Joe Rogan, like, hey, come on and just let's talk and have like a real discussion. She what she's done is she has basically stated up front that I am doing only 12 podcast episodes and I'm only going to focus on what she calls archetypes and tropes. So she uses these big words to impress all of us, to make us to make it known that she's smarter than us. And she basically 
has decided that she's going to have a very narrowly focused podcast that is tightly controlled so that she can really just reinforce key messages around women empowerment. And what she does is she comes on and she starts talking about herself. She has this really great music and she almost is like putting on the show. Like she sits there and she's like, almost like you can hear her smiling and she gives you this vibe that she's just genuinely there, you know, and she's so like granola, like she gives you that whole vibe and it just feels so phony and it just makes my skin crawl. But anyway, so she goes on and she basically like picks one word for each episode. And so for example, the word bimbo, and she will sit there and she'll bring on a celebrity guest. So she'll first talk about her own experience. Then she'll bring on a celebrity guest. Then she'll bring on some kind of like expert like a PhD person and so that it feels very like academic like for example she one of her episodes was around the word diva and she brought on Mariah Carey and I'm like oh my god this is gonna be so bomb and like she had Mariah Carey on for a short short enough time so that you don't get into like the depths of Mariah Carey like you get into like a little bit of her backstory but basically instead of having it be like a normal podcast where you would have like Megan is interviewing Mariah Carey and you hear this whole awesome you know interview she keeps the discussion very tight around like the word that she's focusing on and how that's impacted the person and so it ends up feeling like you're in a lecture because then she ends up giving you this whole like history of the word and like bringing in these PhD academic types to like validate, you know, where the word came from. And you f end up being bored to tears because you're like in a lecture, like you feel like you're in college and you're getting a lecture. And all the while she sprinkles in like really great chill, like women empowerment music. And like, it's just the whole thing feels so phony. And having all of those people producing your podcast, like she'll also bring in clips from like, like for example, when she had Serena Williams on, she brought in clips from like, you know, her at the US Open, like, you know, the announcer, like, here goes Serena Williams with the score. Ah, and you'll get the live clips, you know, that stuff requires like licensing and legal agreements and payments and all of this stuff. It's like, you can't just bring on anybody's sound into your podcast. Like there's all this legal red tape. That's why you don't often hear like, you know, uh, mainstream music on a podcast because you have to get the licensing rights. It's this whole thing. So what she's done is she has this highly, highly produced podcast. It's like heavily scripted. It just feels like it's not authentic. Whereas I feel like the main reason why people like podcasts is because they're sitting in and they're listening to like an authentic, real discussion. It's like unscripted. That's the whole point. Even if I bring on a guest and even if I have like, sometimes the guests want to be prompted in advance to know what they're going to be asked about. So I could have like a very loose high level outline of like, here are the five to 10 key points I'm going to ask you about. And it's like, but even that it's like high level bullets. It's not like this scripted, you know, highly curated experience. And I feel like guests love that because it's authentic. Like right now, I don't have like, um, I'm not like going on script. You can tell I'm talking to you like we're in a real conversation and you feel that, right? Like it feels very authentic. This woman, it just feels like everything she does is just one giant 
like grand, it's like a scheme. Like everything is planned. Everything's contrived. Everything is perfectly like outlined. And she has tight control over every single thing that goes out around her name. And it's so funny because it's actually backfiring. People nowadays, like whether it's Instagram, a podcast, a reality show, whatever it is, people want reality. They smell bullshit. We want to know the real deal. Like we're not only are we super nosy, but we can sense if somebody's giving it to us straight or not, you know? People hate feeling like they're being duped or they're being like swindled or like manipulated or that there's some like hidden agenda. People hate that. And so I just think it's really funny because she's sitting there highly curating every single thing that is associated with her down to the name of her podcast, Archetypes. That's re that is actually reinforcing her brand, Archwell. And the other comment, side comment about this, and then I'm going to move on from this because it's really not that interesting. Um, the only other thing I'll say is that if you're paying attention, remember she and Harry were originally going to podcast together, and then all of a sudden it became her podcast only, which tells me that Harry is A, not comfortable, and B, Megan's totally cool with that because she's like, great, you're out of my way. It's all about me because Megan's all about the me show. And if you don't, if you don't know that about her, then you have not been paying close attention but um it's funny sometimes the british people will call her megan instead of megan anyway her real name is rachel so the fact that she goes by a different name than her actual name tells you the whole story about who she is all right so enough of megan markle i can't stand her i think her podcast is highly highly curated she's trying to intellectualize herself and make it seem like she's giving us a lesson as a listener she is manipulative she's trying to build out her brand and reinforce her brand she's trying to attach her name to celebrities without making them the star of the show she'll never be outshined if you notice by these celebrities she always keeps her guests in a box and then she makes sure that it's all it all goes back to her and that she's in control so nobody's gonna outshine me game Rachel. So anyway, that's what I think about Meghan Markle's podcast. I basically think she's a complete phony. I think she's completely in it for herself. I think it's disgusting. So overall, I think she's disgusting and disappointing. I think she's calculating, manipulative, divisive, and basically has her own self-interest at heart. She has a long history of social climbing as well. So I've done my homework on this topic and I'm bored of it now. So I'm going to move on. We talked about Megan and Kanye. Now, oh my gosh, sharp right, you guys. I'm going to talk to you about my kid's karate test. O-M-F-G. All right. So as you know, I've given up a glorious corporate management consultant career to focus in on my kids, which is both demoralizing, degrading, and also like the most fulfilling thing. So it's like all kinds, it's all of the things. And um, anyway, so part of doing that allows me to, or part of not working allows me to basically be with my kids for every single activity. And I show up to every single thing. I'm, I sit through every single thing. I'm not on my phone. I'm present. I'm watching. I'm engaged. Like it's very important to me to be like present with my kids. Okay. So, and the reason for that is because I previously, even if I was there in body, like if I was able to go to like a soccer practice or karate, I'd be like on my phone or on my computer and like not present. So like this has become like really important to me to be like very present. Okay. So anyway, long story short, my kids are part of a karate, um, studio a karate studio and I'm actually going to have Mr. B on um his name is Mr. B is their instructor and he is incredible he is transformative and basically we had started karate in the pandemic because it was 
being hosted outdoors instead of inside. And all of the teachers had been vaccinated. And my kids just were kind of falling off the horse in terms of like, you know, listening and respecting adults and like discipline and all that stuff. And so I decided to listen to my friend Nikki and she's like, you have to go to this instructor. So we went and I thought, okay, this will last for like a couple weeks and then we'll move on to something else, like whatever. Meanwhile, my kids have been in karate for like two and a half years and they go twice a week and they love it. It has literally transformed them. It has, I would say with Carter more than anybody, it's been really a key source of confidence for him because he's just not a super confident guy. He's also like a little bit like babied probably because he's, you know, my first one and he's my son and all that stuff, but it's really taught him his own strength and self-reliance. And so anyway, we go twice a week and basically the belts work like it's white belts and then it is yellow belt, purple belt, orange belt, green or blue belt, I don't know, whatever, and so on. Okay, so my kids were yellow belt and purple belt. So Carter was purple, so basically like the second and third level, right? And so anyway, we had our test, and the tests are meant to basically put your kid under duress so that if they're being bullied or if they're under a stressful situation, he's trying to teach them to still be able to think and to like not panic is essentially the point of why he creates a test like this so it's like physically and mentally incredibly challenging by design and Mr. B himself intentionally plays like the bully so he's kind of almost role-playing in this but it's he's intentionally being incredibly difficult mean tough on them but he does it under the guise of like it's by design and like at the end of the test he like gives everyone a hug and says I love you and at the beginning of the test he'll say like you guys know that if if a real bully walked in, I'd be the first to protect you. Like, I love you. Like you're my own kid. So he, it's like this tough love kind of situation, but it's, um, it's the, the test is physically and emotionally demanding and the parents sit there and watch. And sometimes you do individual tests and sometimes you do a group. And so basically they have to do all these physical things in addition to all the forms and all these different kicks and this and that. And so he makes sure that the kids know their stuff before they go out for a test because he won't test your kid if he know, if he doesn't think that they're ready because he wants to set them up for success. But if your kid doesn't perform, he's not going to pass your kid. So anyway, okay, we went to the most fabulous party and then we had to leave because it was a fifth um, a five-year-old birthday party. It was the cutest thing ever. And I was, it was like cowboy themed and I linked the boots that I wore. It was adorable. So I like show up to the karate test because it was at 6 p.m. on a Friday night. Oh no, no, that was the belt. Sorry, scratch all that. Okay, so anyway, we're at the test and basically Charlotte had been sick the week prior. She had 103.7 fever and then she got on amoxicillin. She had had bronchitis and by Monday, she was basically good enough to go to school and she was fine. But you know, when you're sick, it like takes some extra days to fully, fully recover. So like on paper, she was absolutely fine. She was able to go to school, no problem. But by the end of the day, she has this test. And let me tell you, it was a struggle. So Charlotte, I should also note, Charlotte just turned five in July. So she's like not even five and a half. She's basically just newly five years old. And she's in this class with like seven to 12 year olds. 
And so she's physically half their size anyway. And she's just way younger than everybody. And I'm so proud of her. And it's also mostly boys there, but it's all, there are, there are also girls too, but I'm just, it's so badass to watch her there. But anyway, so she and Carter are in the test together with about 12 other kids. It's a big testing group this time. And he has them running around cones, push-ups, army crawls, like, like across the studio and back, um, push-ups on your knuckles, uh, burpees, plus their karate forms, plus more running, plus it just goes on and on. This is for an hour and 15 minutes. You guys, if you and I sat there trying to do this workout, we would have probably thrown up. It's that intense of a physical, just forget the karate part. And all the while he's screaming at your kids, like he's yelling at them. And if they're not doing things perfectly, he's like on them. So about maybe a third through the test, Charlotte starts crying and I'm like, is Charlotte crying? And I'm like looking at her and I'm like, oh my God, she's crying. She's having such a hard time. She's crying and she's crying loudly. Like it's not even like she, she's like trying not to like cry, but she's crying. And Mr. B's like, lock it up, Charlotte. You know, and he's like basically trying to like make sure she stays tough. And then he, so this continues and she's like on and off crying the whole time. She does her form and you can tell like he knows that she had been sick. And so he's like kind of doing very little things to like help her along. He's like, okay, Charlotte, hit me. Come on. I'm the one making you cry. Is that the hardest you're going to hit? And he's like trying to encourage her, you know, to like get out her like warrior. He's like, are you going to show me that boys rule and girls drool? And she's like crying. She goes, no, sir. I'm going to show you that girls rule and boys drool. And like he's trying, he's like encouraging her, but like while also kind of berating her at the same time. And he's kind of like looking at me and Charlotte is like looking at me and I'm like, oh my God, please. And then he's like, Charlotte, are you going to quit? And she's like, no, sir. You know, and she's crying and it's just so tough. And by the way, all these kids are struggling. And again, it's by design, but I kid you not, you guys, I was crying through the test and I wasn't crying like, oh my God, we shouldn't be doing this. I was crying like, I know this is so tough, but I know she can do this. And by the way, Carter had had previous tests that were much harder on him. He did so well. He rose to the occasion. And the whole thing is that Mr. B says that you rise to the level in which you expect for yourself. And so your kids, when they walk out of a test like that, you guys, they feel so proud of themselves. They grow so much self-confidence because they just did something that was hard, you know? And it's like, it makes them feel incredible and empowered. And so it's this whole process that they go through. So it is difficult to watch, but it's also beautiful and transformative for the kids. So anyway, we go through the test. I have videos of it. I can show you guys. I haven't even, it took me like a week to digest and like recover from the whole thing because it was so emotionally exhausting for me personally to like go through all this watching my kids. And um, anyway, so I couldn't even like post anything about it because I just, I just didn't even have like the energy for it. But um, I really did think Charlotte might quit or like throw up. And, um, she didn't, she kept, she, she did it. You guys, it was insane. And so some of the kids, her age got the yellow belt with the black stripe and she, and I wasn't sure if she was going to get that one or the purple belt in the white stripe. The purple belt is higher. 
And sure enough, she got her purple belt, white stripe. She rose to the occasion. She fought for that belt. And so did Carter. I don't want to discount Carter because he also did amazing. He worked so hard. These kids kill themselves. They go twice a week. They endure a lot of feedback, a lot of criticism. They also, you know, practice a lot on their own. And it's just, it's just incredible. So, <sighs> yes, that is karate. And I'm going to bring Mr. Beyond because he's like almost like a life coach in a way you know like he is he's just incredible and what he does for the kids is there's just nobody he's like a mentor you know what I mean he's he's really like that kind of a coach so um yeah so I'll be bringing him on he's incredible and um, he's just impacted so many kids lives in so many ways and uh, yeah I'm just so proud of the kids so I'll post some about that all right I also have to tell you that Today is going to be the kids' very first day of an extracurricular activity at their school. Guess what it is? They are learning to play chess. Yes, my little nerds. Because I figured, you know what? That's an intellectual game of strategy. I would love to know how to play chess. And so I'm going to send my kids to learn. And then they're going to come home and they're going to play with each other. And they're going to teach me. So then we can all nerd out together. So that's super nerdy and fun. And I cannot wait to see what they think of it. And I'll let you guys know. But my friend Danny was like, you have to enroll your kids in chess. Like my kids love it. They play together. They taught me. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Especially when we take them away and they're like bored, then they're going to have something to do. Okay. Speaking of going away, I one night was like, I don't know why, but like I just had a travel itch and I started booking travel. And so I booked Mammoth because Brian's birthday is coming up. And my kids, you guys, we've never taken them to the snow. So Mammoth is about a five-hour drive, four and a half, five hours from our house. And I'm so excited. I'm buying all the kids like winter gear, snow gear. I had originally booked the Westin because I'm like, okay, that's a Marriott property now. It used to be Starwood. And I feel like I know what I'm getting. But then I ended up calling because my sister's like, well, you better make sure the mountain's even going to be open because sometimes you can end up there and there's no snow and the mountain isn't even open. I'm like, what? So I called like the Visit Mammoth Lakes. Like, I guess I don't even know who I called. I first I called the Westin. They gave me all the wrong information, the call center there. And then I ended up like finally talking to this guy and he was so good, so knowledgeable. And he ends up giving me all the like details of like logistics of you know, how to get private lessons and how to like where to stay so that it's close logistically and all this stuff. And so we ended up booking private lessons that will be good for our whole family. So I'll bring the baby and I'll bring our nanny so that the baby, I don't have to miss the baby for four days. Like I don't want to leave her. And then, so Gemma will be there with her and we got this it's kind of like a condo, I guess. And it's at the Mammoth Inn, I think, which is like the main lodge. And then all of our equipment is already rented, sized and ready to go so that when we show up, it's not like this big, like chaotic thing. We also have a locker. And um, anyway, I'm just like really hoping that we can figure this out in such a way that it's not like so traumatic because traveling with kids, especially when you get into like you know, trips that require a lot of gear for everybody is like very intimidating to me because I just know it's going to be like stressful and difficult to deal with. So me and Brian will be in the lesson with the kids, which is great because we haven't been to the snow in so long. And I think it'll be really good for the kids to feel more comfortable. So 
yeah, I booked that and that's coming up in a couple weeks. If you have any tips on where to stop or how to travel to Mammoth, let us know. We are going to have to rent some kind of car because our car will not fit all of the, all of like our suitcases and our, I mean, we don't have a ton of like snow gear per se. We just have like our snow clothes, but we don't have like skis or anything because we're renting it all, but still our, we're going to need a bigger car. So anyway, if you guys have any tips on Mammoth or snow stuff with respect to kids, let me know. Uh, we are going to also do one day of like sledding and tubing. So that should be super fun also. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Another thing I was going to tell you about is, okay, this is like very personal, but also real. So I don't know why, but I like hit a really hard day of like feeling super depressed the other day. And I don't know what got into me. I, I think it really was kind of hormonal because it came out of left field. I was on my cycle and I just had a bad day. I was feeling so down, so depressed like depressed about my career, depressed about all these different things. And I don't know why, but like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks and it was like paralyzing and I got really, really down. And so I just want to share what I did to get out of the funk. If you guys hit any of these kinds of days, like it was a bad day and that's okay, first of all. But the first thing I did was I cried in my closet, just sat there crying. And then, you know, Carter said to me, mommy, you should go on this hike with me right near our house. There's this like awesome hike and I usually never go because I just haven't been up for it when I was pregnant and postpartum and Brian will usually go with them and I just never really wanted to do it. And I just was like, you know what? He's right. I should go. So we ended up going out on a hike. It was so spectacular, you guys. I brought the baby. I wore the baby. Oh, by the way, I posted um, the hat that I was wearing. Let me tell you, it was like a hat that like gardeners wear. And first of all, it is my favorite hat. I own probably like 30 hats. I have a huge hat collection and I put it on. It covered everything because you all know I'm on that peel life, my skin peel. And I'm like doing all the like bleaching creams. So like a girl has to protect her skin in these, like when you're underneath these regimens, if you guys know, you know, when you're doing the retinols and the hydroquinone and all the things you have, you cannot be in the sun. So this hat was brilliant for covering like my entire face and chest. But let me tell you, honey, when I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, sweet love. There are no more babies happening here because that is the most unattractive look you could possibly, possibly curate. So anyway, it was kind of hilarious. If you guys look on my Instagram, you'll see. So we do this hike and it made me, I like was taking deep breaths and feeling the fresh air in my lungs. So that like changing my setting really helped when I was feeling down and like distracted me. And then at night I ended up talking to my dad and that was really helpful too. And so I guess I'm just sharing this with you because if you do have any bad days, one, if you're like in your late thirties, it could be really hormonal just so you know. And especially if you're like around your cycle time and then, you know, if you have a bad day, like it's okay you know, and I feel like as we get older, we do have to sometimes realize that we're not living the life we thought we were going to live. And we also need to realize that it's okay and that there's a reason and we can change things. So I decided to, you know, put on my big girl pants and now it's cut to like a few days later and I feel so much better. 
like I feel so jazzed about my podcast, about my business that I'm creating here with you, for you, for us. And it's okay that I'm not living the life that I thought. I thought I was going to be a management consultant. I thought I was going to be a partner at that firm. You know, I thought a lot of things and things are just different and it's just been difficult for me to digest but at the same time it's like such a gift you know and so if that's you if you feel like you're having some down days it's okay it really might be like this perimenopausal time in fact I think I'm going to bring on a functional medicine doctor to talk more about hormones because I do think hormones play a huge role in this I know a lot of my friends have been struggling with a lot of like ups and downs and things and I do think it's hormonal so anyway I just want to share that with you and I'm feeling so so good now and I'm not going to stop. So just dare to dream. And um, look, if that's you, you know, feel the feels, change your setting and talk to somebody that will lift you up. Okay. So those are my three steps that I would say are so important. Those three things like let yourself feel the feelings, change your setting and do something physical and different, even if you really don't want to like me. And the third thing is talk to somebody that will really like refresh your soul and your spirit and can really help you kind of move through the the funk. All right. All right. Now, the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is we are going to start doing some giveaways. So I have some of my favorite candles that I have like 20 of, and I'm going to give one away. And I'm also starting to, I hate to even like share this, but I have to, I am starting to create some products for you guys and for us. So I'm actually creating my own candle line and fragrances like for your home. And I've got a number of other things I'm going to be creating. And, um, I'm just really, really excited to be doing that. So I first want to figure out my new brand name though. So if you guys have any thoughts about it, like somebody was like, how about diamonds and drop-offs or motherhood interrupted as you know, but I don't know that I want it to be all about motherhood, but maybe I do like, I don't know. So let me know what you guys think. All right. Um, so here's how you win one of my favorite candles. Okay. This is like literally the top I we have like 30 of them in our house and they're really expensive and they're really hard to get now Um, but let me know if you guys are interested let me know and so here's what you do in order to qualify what you need to do is you rate the podcast five stars and you write a review screenshot it and then you just post it on your Instagram and tag me at Kimberly Lovey easy okay so all you do is you rate the podcast five stars write a review, like one or two sentences, why you even like this podcast, entertaining, inspiring, funny, authentic. I have no idea. You tell me guys, I have no clue. Um, it's really hard to be a podcaster cause you can't really hear back from people unless they like take the time to like really let you know. So please like take a minute. All right. So do that and then screenshot it on your stories or on your grid, on your grid on Instagram and tag me at Kimberly Lovey. And then I'm going to put your name in and next week I'm going to announce who the winner is and you guys are going to DM me your address and I'll send it over to you and you're going to have my favorite candle and it's going to be awesome. 
So, um, oh, the other thing I wanted to tell you is I have an Amazon account where I'm finally like collecting all my favorites. So a lot of you ask me like, what are my favorite baby products? I actually had done an episode all about like all the things you need for a baby. So I'm going to actually repost all of those. It's a lot of work again on my part, but I'm going to repost I'm going to repost a lot of those items and then I'm going to link it on my Amazon so you guys know. And I have to tell you, this is another secret, okay? This is like a super awesome like mom hack. All right, so I've gotten into like mixing and matching a lot with like clothes because I feel like I'm at that point where I want to update my wardrobe and like kind of get some new stuff. But like I go on these like to know it accounts and some of these influencers, they're like buying these $400 dresses. I'm like, I'm not going to buy a dress for $400. I mean, maybe I will once in a blue moon, but not like all the time, you know? So what I started doing was looking on Amazon and I found the cutest stuff. So I'm starting to post some of my Amazon fashion favorites and there's this one pink hat I have to buy and I have to post it for you guys because it's so sick. Also, I needed white cowboy boots and they were like over $200 everywhere and I got them on Amazon for $58. So, and they're so comfortable. They are so cute. So just look out for my Amazon. In fact, I'll link my Amazon favorites accounts, favorite accounts. I also have like adorable matching jammies. I have Carter and Charlotte fashion products because obviously they're adorable and they have the cutest stuff. Like they're cute little like Charlotte has these pink silk jammies that are so cute. And um, anyway, so many good things that I'm linking on there for you guys. So I'll link it here in the show notes and I'll continue to post because a lot of you guys have seen just a few things and you love it. So I'll do the baby items from that episode and all that goodness. So all that to say, thank you guys for listening. I'm going to be publishing a podcast once a week. If you have a preference, I feel like I should publish Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Let me know if there's a certain day of the week. I'm going to start picking one day of the week and really publishing every single week so that you know what to expect and we can hang out on a weekly basis. All right. I think that's all I got. And thank you guys again for listening. I know you have many options to listen to all different shows, but I'm not going anywhere, honey. We are just getting warmed up. So with that, have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>